welcome back to a fresh perspective on business podcast. I'm Laura Leyland, co-owner, co-founder, co-owner, managing director of Fresh Perspective Resourcing. Here today with my co-host Tony Ooh, Greenwood. Yes, I am the self-proclaimed head of entertainment. I was going to say, what's your name and where do you come from? I'm the self proclaimed head of entertainment and broadcasting at Fresh Perspective, but um, that's at night. But during the day, I'm the sales director for the finest craft brewery on planet Earth, a crafty brewing company. We do beer and stuff. Beer and stuff. Yeah. And it's great beer as well. If you like beer, you'll Which like... Which a lot of people yeah, do. Yeah, they do. It's a very popular beverage. beverage. Yeah, if you like beer, then you will like our beer. If you're a brand, actually, and you want your own beer brand, we do that shizzle as well. Oh, my goodness. If you want to sell it... On Amazon and not on the high street and getting personal and all these play I'm really pitching now. Then then talk so to me. So crafty. Yeah. Th- th- keep it crafty. Keep it crafty, Thank guys. You. Um, <laughs> keep it crafty, guys. This is um, we're, we're back in the creative individual studio, which um, if you didn't know, they create powerful digital content. And I'm touching and Tony's showing me his mug. <laughs> says it on the mug. It says it on They're the award-winning. Yeah, it's gone cold. Digital agency. Yeah, they are an award-winning digital agency. They're nice. Pe- and do you know what? Moreover, better than being an award-winning. Nice people. Nice people. Nice people. It's nice to do business with nice people, isn't it? It just makes life better. Much more enjoyable. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, Laura, what's um, Fresh Perspective, please? Fresh Perspective Resourcing is a recruitment business with a twist on the traditional. Rather than an agency, we are instead an outsourced internal recruitment team supporting businesses that don't need to employ a recruitment team because they don't have that need all year round. They just come to us as and when they need us. So we we add a ton of value. Tons. They enjoy the process. We have lots of laughs and uh, we save them money in a lot of cases. And these are all positives. Massive positives. And a fresh perspective on business podcast is, is this the spin-off that started in lockdown. Remember lockdown? Oh, it was the brainchild of Emily, Emily Leyland, my sister, sister and, my and friend, business yeah. partner and mm. Tony's friend. She is my friend. I think she would agree with Well, let's too. hope. <laughs> Emily, send me a text if you listen to <laughs> this. That we're still friends. She'll send you that voice that goes, I don't like it. I don't like I don't like it. I'm cold. I'm hungry. I'm tired. Okay, I'm tired. <laughs> um, she will be tired at the moment. Um, uh, yeah. no, those are little things. If we made a doll of Emily and it said things, those are what it w- that's what it would say. Oh, yeah. Um, are you joking? Are you jo- I want to find a little clip um, that uh, Emily played on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. I um, This is episode 130, isn't it? And for Houses. And it's a, lot, it's, a, it's a lot of episodes, that, isn't it? It is. Many. Let me just play this thing from... Okay. Um, so on the... Bo- <laughs> That's Emily. That Billy she, can say. She was saying the, the name. And she just, it just really made me chuckle. Those are all the words her daughter Billy can say. So um, about a year... Mm, I'm trying to teach her how to say hola. Are you? Yeah, I'm Very Laura. And then she can say hola, Laura. So originally the podcast was, was Emily and Laura. And then Emily... Um, she, well, she went on maternity leave to have a baby in, in January 2022, and um, Laura um, asked me, 
<laughs> to do the podcast and help her with it and still here. Here we are. <laughs> Can't get rid of him now. Even though Emily's back, we are a trio. We're st- still here. <laughs> so if you've listened to other ones, you're like, I don't understand how sometimes it's Emily and Tony and Laura and Tony and Emily and Laura. That is why. Because we thought three people on one podcast, we've all got strong personalities, we've all got a lot to say. It's too yeah. much for you guys. So we are very considerate of your ears and so we thought we'd just split it up as as twos three sets of two mm, and we i mean listen listeners we all know about the listening figures when tony's on the podcast don't we so we won't go into that too much but uh yeah i know they're high when i'm on it and thank you <laughs> thank you very much anyway this is, epi- anyway. <laughs> this is episode 130 of a fresh perspective on business podcast and this is my favorite part of the show it's your favorite part of the show i shut my eyes and i say to laura laura what is that in Spanish, please? Episodio numero 130. Oh, not as many Spanish sounds today. It will be when you get into the 31. Yeah. A little bit, but it's not as um, up and down as Vente Nuevo. Up and down, eh? Um, 130 podcasts. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. It's a lot of pods. I can't actually believe it. It doesn't feel like we've done 130, but in the best possible way. But what is... Um, What's this episode all about, Tony? It's all about Baden-Powell. Remember him, Lord Baden-Powell? No. Be Who pre- is he? Scouts on Scouts, be prepared. Oh, no. I'm thinking more Scar off The Lion King. <laughs> Why? Be prepared. <laughs> it's a great song. Well, the hyenas. I'm not, oh, is it? Hmm. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. And I have watched The Lion King. Many, well, you need to watch it again because clearly right. you weren't paying attention. No. This is all about preparation, guys, and why it's in life and in business, really. I said to Pete, that's my boyfriend, strongman and He's fireman Pete. Very, very I said, strong. What's that um, that saying about preparation? And he went, prior preparation prevents piss poor podcasts. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pete. It I'm does, like, Pete. Okay, thanks. Yeah. But it's so true, and people get pissed off with me when I say, especially my kids. No, oh, Daddy's such a dick. Prior planning, oh, I know, but, but well, they're sixteen now and fourteen. But they, that prior planning and preparation prevents piss poor performance. And they go, oh, oh, oh. and one one day in the future, when they are young adults, they're like, Dad was right. right. <laughs> Prep, Dad was right, and you know me, I like to prepare. I hate being late for stuff. I. It, Gives me a giant bowl of anxiety. Gives him the heebie-jeebies. It's absolutely awful. But whether it's food, whether it's... to come on to that later. Access <laughs> meetings, interviews, planning your social media, you know, what you're going to have for your breakfast. You know what I mean? I, I'm a massive... I'm, I don't think I'm a bigger advocate of preparation and be, planning and being organised. I'm just that guy. You are. You love it. <laughs> I do Should love your it. middle name... King of prep. Tony's preparation. Yeah, I love it. TPG. This is a part of the uh, podcast, though. We just like to say part of the podcast. We've been talking for a while now. Uh, We we are lads. I like that. Fantastic. Get on. I did your bandage. Hello. We like to add a little bit of sparkle into. (laughs) I couldn't get my words out and just give you a bit of an update on. I don't know what we've been doing. Just general life and shiz. So. If you do follow Fresh Perspective, you'll you'll know that we have our annual charity 
Not-for-profit business awards this year. They are in June. And the finalists have been announced. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, my God. It's so exciting. If you want to see who our finalists mm. are, head up to our website, mm. www.f for fresh, p for perspective, mm. hyphen resourcing.co.uk. Yeah. We have a whole page dedicated to the Freshies Yippee. Awards where you can see who is in it to Win it. Yes. Our very own Tony is up for at least one. Nifty networker, isn't it? Yeah. Woo. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. But yeah, oh, we're so excited. And it means we're like, we've got five months. No, I'm going to have to do a different video this year as well. Five months until the actual awards night, oh. which is no it's time at all. I've got June the 23rd in my head. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, That's it's why it's in your head. And that is the actual. If you'd date. like to come along, please do. I'm the. Well, I'm not DJ extraordinary with 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 Vicky Taylor presses buttons on the smoke machine, but I think for her ego, she's she's called DJ host. I yeah, called DJ. Yeah, yeah. So but uh, yeah, you can actually get tickets if you go to the page on the website. You can get tickets there as well. Come along. Please come along. Help We're raising us make money. money for charity. You'll yeah. have a great good time. You will have a good it's time. It's very funny. There's lots of entertainment, comedy, musicians, DJ. Me That's and Emily me. are hilarious. Well. You can help celebrate people winning awards locally. Yeah. Raise money for charity. Just have a great time. Maybe have a do on some bongos. Maybe. If you don't like bongos, don't have a do. Um, <laughs> can I just tell <laughs> you... Can I just, I, I just need to ask your opinion about something really, because talk about preparation, I do a lot of batch cooking. I do batch cooking because I like to, you're smiling, I know you're going to burst into laughter, but I don't care, I'm going to carry on. Because I do batch cooking because I want to monitor what goes in my, I want to manage what goes in my body because I'm trying to cut some weight. And it's also good for time. So when I create my bolognese. Bolognese. Thank you. I don't like spaghetti, so I have it with rice. And people have raised their eyebrows at this. I would Rice not be ball, one, not spag ball. What are you saying? I wouldn't be one of those people because when my grandma Elsie, God rest her soul, oh. was still living on this land, mm. when I used to go around for tea, she mm. would always make chilli and we would always have it with pasta. Oh! And then she'd give me a soup spoon to eat it with some sh- unknown reason. I've had, yeah. So okay. I quite like it. So I, that doesn't surprise me that you've got... Bolognese with rice because I'm used to eating chili with pasta. So there you go. I was in the office last week and I was talking about this spag ball with the guys, and Vicky went, Well, it's rice ball, isn't it? And I went, Oh, yeah. It actually is because the oh, spag is spaghetti. This is spaghetti. She does have a positive. Sometimes she can be quite rice ball, yeah. observational. Mm. Well I prefer done. having it with rice because there's less carbs in rice. Correct. And it's already gluten free. Is rice gluten-free? Yeah, where pasta isn't, you have to get gluten-free pasta. It takes 10 years to cook. That is so long. Such a long time, <laughs> no honestly. Wonder you don't, no wonder you don't have any pasta. Christ alive. Um, you've also been... Well, Fresh Perspective is growing. Oh, yeah, we've been You're recruiting new humans. How's that been going, please? Tell me. Really well, actually. We've had quite a lot of interest. More in- Every time we do it, we get more and more interest. In particular, across social media. We had people apply to the advert. But when we, when we announced it on social media, because they've been watching us and seeing our videos and all the crazy stuff we get up to... They get in touch through Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> which is really nice. So we've had. So when I was on holiday, mm. 
Um, The only heavy lifting I had to do until I got back and had to get involved in the interviews was in the evenings when I was relaxing with a margarita was watch the videos we get them to do. They have to to do videos part of the recruitment process. (gasps) How long does the video need to be? Uh, Between... It's no longer than five minutes. Bloody hell. Or it hell. might be three minutes. One to three minutes on... On what? Why they want to work at Fresh, why they'd be good at recruitment, and some crazy facts about themselves. What, can I do one? Yeah, if you want. I'm so, writing it down. So we'll be doing interviews. And it's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about preparation, because preparation, as we've said, is is key oh, for you... lots of areas. Now, that is a serious bit of prep, right? Yeah, yeah, preparing your videos. And then preparing for your interview, you can tell who's prepared for their interview <sighs> and who hasn't prepared. Please continue. Because you're always going to get asked why you... I mean, a lot of companies ask, tell us what you know about the business, which I don't oh like. God. I Is always, it 1985? I know. But a, a similar question, but a better question is, why are you interested in, in coming to work for us potentially and doing recruitment? So they should know that they're going to get asked that question. Mm. And... Some people have a really good answer and others just waffle. And I'm like, I'm not sure what's relevant here or when we're going to get to the point. Or mm. And then sometimes I'm like, have I asked a different question? You do need, as, a, as an interviewee, you do need to do um, prep. Because we prep. I think interviewers you must, you must. should prep. I think oh, not, not all interviewers do and they are not. The great interviews, not going to get the most out of their interviews, especially because I don't want it to take much more than an hour that first interview. Whereas when if I don't prepare the question, I don't know what I want to get out of it. So when you say you prep, you, you prepare a framework for that meeting. Yeah, right? so we have a, f- a format, we have yeah. certain questions, um, and I follow that. And, and one of the reasons is to apply consistency to all of the interviews so I can... Um, Make a balanced yeah, judgment. Yeah, I get the similar things out of each one. I can compare them better than if I ask them all different questions. Yeah. So I really think that the interviewees should prepare. And I know that nerves... Why would you not? I don't know. And, and I don't know if nerves play a big part in it, which they prob- probably do. But, yeah, I was... How's your interviews been going? Really well, actually. You say Some that? better than others. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Really well. But um, I'm excited about some of the candidates. Do you want to um, say some names right now? No, not yet, because <laughs> I'm not decided. And then we've got, we're in the mid, mid midst of all the trials, so the second interview is we get them to come in. Chair race. For a, yeah, they've got to do the chair race. So they come in, they do a bit of um, all the tasks that they would normally do in a day. So they do a bit of prep with Vicky, even oh, more prep. Oh, what a shame. Sorry, guys. Some role oh, play. Oh, dear. And then they do calls, they do a bit on the system, they have to make a brew round, which sounds easy, but it there's isn't. 11 there's 12, of us. And 12 is Tony's tw- Well, yeah, 12 and 13 with the new person. So, and there's about five different types of milk, four or five different types of coffee and tea. So it's not easy. Write it down, make a list. There you go, prepare. So, <laughs> um, I'm glad to, yeah, how many, how many? And then can, the cherries. And, oh, so good. Who do the race against? Well, depending on if there's an even or an odd number, we get two people in at a time to do a trial if we can. And then so they oh. compete against each other in the chair race. So Rachel and Tom, who were the last two hires, competed against each other, but they both got the job because they both Oh, fell. and how many hires are up for hire this time? Only one this time. Oh, my goodness, oh, the know. tension. I'm coming in for this chair race, baby. It's literally like survival of the fittest. It's, it's like, win, no, not win all, what's it, uh, SAS? It is, yeah. Who dares wins? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so preparation is, is key. Oh, in for so interviews, God, yeah. I used to prep so... I used to prep... I'm just...
you know what? I still do. I prep so hard for bits of, for meetings for new customer meetings. Do you? Yeah, I, I research on LinkedIn. I research all about the predominantly about the football. But we're 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 heavy into football and sporting clubs at the moment, prospecting and doing business in that sector. So every communication I send to someone at a sporting organisation references what's done in the, in the last two weeks in the, for on, the, on the pitch of that team. But that will make you stand out. I get so many sales pitches. They're like, oh, um, we can help you be better on LinkedIn. And I'm like, have you seen our LinkedIn? And I'm not saying that we've, we've got nothing to learn, but I'm like, we're be- better than a lot of people on LinkedIn. And then they're like, we can get you posting daily. I'm like, right. so okay, that's, I already do that. You're wasting your time. You're wasting my time. You've not prepared that, co- that call. But if they'd looked on my LinkedIn and gone, oh my God, I see you post regularly. I really like your post about blah last week. It doesn't have to be war and peace. Just, just that they've taken note of something. So, so we're br- busy preparing our target market and targets at the moment so we know when we prospect and how we can help and add value to the market yeah. so we're actually you know we're, do you know what I mean definitely so you want to know how you can help they need to know what's in it for them what's in it for them it's not about us it's what's in it for them exactly um what when, else because people yeah. are oh prep it's boring and no, no, but everybody prepares for going on holiday gotta pack your case you say Some everybody. people prepare more than others. Like Emily, I don't know if she's the same. Emily. <laughs> she's the same anymore now she's with a baby. Um, but beforehand, she'd start packing like a week before she had all her outfits hung up what? around the room. Yeah, I'm more of a day before, a couple oh, yeah. of days before. But I still prepare because otherwise you'd have no stuff to take on holiday. So I would always pack... Like I went to Lakes for a few days last last year, and even when I go to my sister's and stuff for five it's days, packed, don't you? Pack which day, is preparing. I'll pack the day before, only because like all my stuff is always washed and everything's always ironed. You know, because I'm prepared. There you go. Um, yeah, I do that. So yeah. I think he's really relevant. Like, and talking about holidays, I don't know if you know, but I've been to Mexico. Oh, just, oh well, I just wanted to. We were so invested last week in talking about, and if you've not listened to episode 129. Uh, you won't know that Laura uh, ran a 10k for the first time in a very long time last week, and very, she's very long time. Uh, she's not aching anymore, but um, she was <laughs> aching only, last week. Only mentally. <laughs> yeah, she's mentally. We were so invested in coming. I didn't ask you about your holiday, did I? You've been to Mexico. Mexico, I loved it. I feel like I, I think I might have been a Mexican person in a previous life. Why? Because I just love the food, the people. I love speaking the language because I speak Spanish. <laughs> what percentage of your time was taken uh, speaking Spanish? At least half. Tell me that's true. Yeah, I try my I, I really try my best. What? Can Pete? Can Pete? Oh, I taught him some, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, but how fluent is Pete in Spanish? He's not fluent, but he's picked up some bits from being on holiday recently. And he really surprised me. Like, So I taught him... To ask for things. And then we went on his birthday, went into one of the cities, and there's these things called colectivos. And they're like little minibuses. Instead of buses, they just run up and down the big the big roads, main roads. And they just stop for you, and you just jump on, and it's like $2 instead of like 60 in a taxi. Right. But they don't speak any English. You've got to speak to them in Spanish. Oh, yeah. Now, on the way back, we were waiting for one. And there was a guy stood there, and I wasn't sure if that's where the Colectivo was going to stop. And Pete just turns to the guy, and he went, Colectivo, aquí, which means he- here. And the guy looked taken aback, like he was ready to say he didn't understand what Pete said, because he obviously could tell we were English, because we were talking in English to each other. And he just went, see, sí, aquí. And Pete was like, yes. And like, so he only said two words, but I have not taught him aquí. 
And he said when okay. he was in the gym on holiday, and the registration said hey, some, something, something, a key, and then underneath it had the English, like, sign in here. So we knew that that was... Well here. done, Pete. Not just a strong man. He's so, also yeah. a very intelligent... So he did well. ...soon-to-be Spanish interpreter. It is easier when I go on holiday though, and I can speak Spanish because of my food allergies. I can just talk to them. Oh. So I was like talking to the omelette station lady at breakfast. I'm like, can I have um, an omelette? But I was like, can't eat gluten or dairy products. So please, can you clean your little grill thing? So let's pretend that I'm the lady. Okay. Hola. Oh, hola. Hola, ¿cómo está? Ah, How are you? Muy bien, muy bien. Very good. Yeah. And then I go, um, quiero uh, una tortilla. Uh, con tres huevos y vegetales, mm -hmm. puedo no, uh, pero no puedo comer gluten o lácteos, uh, puede limpiar. Oh, namaste. And she's like, sí, sí, bueno, bueno. <laughs> you sounded proper Spanish then. <laughs> wow, you were fluent. Wow, that's, that's just so superb. I really enjoy it. I feel like, and I just, yeah. And the more I'm there and the more tequila I drink, the more... The more I, Spanish you get. The more Spanish I remember. <laughs> But if you're talking to these Spanish people, Pete must be sat there going, oh, well, guys. Um, he like does like it. Oh, we it? went to one of the restaurants in the hotel and there was uh, an English couple next to us and um, they looked like Tommy Cooper. You know, and he goes, just like that. Because they were like, doing this to the waiter. And I'm like, oh, they need something. They've had prawns. Uh, so they need something to wash their hands. Oh, and the waiter's sure, like, sure, sure, I have no sure. idea what you're doing. Because they weren't really saying any words to him. I mean, he might have been able to speak English. So I just, I, d I didn't even know and I remembered the word for clean, which is limpiar. Yes, of course. Um, so I was like, no, um, what did I say? Oh, uh, para limpiar las manos, which is for to clean the hands. And it just came out and I'm like, oh, didn't even know I remembered that word. And, and he's like, oh, I see. Da, 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 da. And he went and came back with a bowl and some water. Wow. So like, you, you're adding value to adding other value, patrons' yeah, holidays. I did love it. But wow. Well done. But, but I also prepared because, like, when I'm going out and thinking, right, I know I need to say this. I'm just going to check that this is how I say it. Very good. Um, so, you know, it is relevant to the topic mm. of this podcast. But what is your favourite, favourite thing to prepare? Food. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. I love the way you chuckled across the... <laughs> you knew that was coming. Tony is the king of batch cooking. I am. And, I, I, you know, I'm partial to a bit of batch cooking myself. Please tell the listeners what you mean when you say batch cooking. So, I like to buy food in bulk. Okay. And cook in bulk. Then you can save time and effort in preparing individual meals. For example, <laughs> and take a pen and a piece of paper, ladies and gentlemen, and write these things down. One kilogram of chicken... 300 grams pasta. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> What are we making here? Broccoli, carrots, cauliflower, right? Okay. So you boil all your veg. Yeah. You boil your pasta. Yeah. You'll roast your chicken. Yeah. Slice it all up. Bosh. Bish, got, bash, bosh. You've got five meals there. Well, you having, are you having a sauce with it? I'll probably, when I microwave it back up, I'll probably whack some barbecue over the top or right, something okay. like that. Good. Uh, thank you. So... The reason why I, there's a couple of reasons why I prepare my food. Number one, I don't want to cook small volumes of food every time I want something to eat. Cost of living, time. And also, I want to manage and monitor what goes in my body because I'm trying to lose some weight. So, 
I can spend an hour from start to finish cooking five meals. So then look at the rest of the time that I've saved. Oh, it's so good. I mean, I don't always like it when I'm doing it, but then I'm always pleased that I've done it because I can't be... It's bad enough, me cooking my own tea, because I'm so busy and I try and do a lot of exercise and I've got Louis to walk. I get in at night and I can't be bothered cooking, so it's usually egg on toast unless I've prepared food and I've got loads of Tupperware in the freezer. There you go. And then... Because of my allergies and because I don't like just going out and buying shit food because I've seen, I like to keep an eye on my, my weight because I can easily put it, put it on just by looking at food sometimes. And then you wing it and then you think, oh, I'll have some toast, I'll have some cereal, I'll have chocolate. And then before you know it, I've put on two kilos and I'm very sad because it makes everything harder, especially running. There you go. So... I prepare not just my evening meals, but my lunches as well to take to work. So yep. I just get everything out of the freezer and, and off I go. So if I had to cook my tea and my food for the next day every night, I would be so sad. I mean, when Pete's on, on shift and I have to fend for myself, I'm not batch cooked. I, it's egg on toast all the way. Yep. And I only have well-balanced meals when Pete's off work and he cooks for and this me. Is a, so even... I'm a massive advocate of batch cooking, whether it's bolognese, whether it's a chili, whether it's a chicken. It's even on my it's even on my dating profile. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, oh, it is. I love this. Yeah. Well, people that take well, care of themselves that are into health and fitness, busy I am into people, health and fitness. They will understand that. If you're into health and fitness and you like a bit of batch cooking, <laughs> you're like a team. busy professional. You, 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 you must your time is the only thing we've got, right? Yeah, and like people, if you've not got time or the inclination to prepare your own food, you can still outsource that preparation. You're still preparing to, for your busy life and making sure you get eat all the right things so that you can uphold this busy life and be healthy, be well, be productive. You can, if you've got the, the, the beans, as Tony would put it, to pay for it, you can outsource to a meal prep service mm. even. You don't have to do all the prep yourself for things, but it is key. I think there is... A a place for winging it sometimes. I think sometimes mm. if you're doing a speech, I think it's good to have a loose structure, but don't plan it word for word because then it might yeah, seem wooden. Yeah, I agree with that. I was just going to say about sales presentations. but Yeah, you don't want it to sound rehearsed. You'll have a form. You still prepare a format, things that you want to include, maybe structure. some bullet points, but it doesn't have to be word for word. So you there's still space for being natural, it being off the cuff. It won't um, surprise you to learn that we've prepared this podcast, haven't we? I know. People are like, oh my God, I would never have thought they've prepared any of these podcasts. We do but prepare. We do. We do. Well, it totally does. Uh, we prepare. Hey. <laughs> we do prepare because it, it I, I totally doesn't like winging it. And to be fair, you can't wing a, 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 a soon-to-be um, award-winning podcast like this. No, because it, we would have a great time just chatting to each other for half an hour, but without a topic or anything in particular or, or any kind of structure. Or some nuggets you want to uh, uh, share yeah. or some it examples. Would just, it wouldn't be good to listen to. I, don't, I think no. we might, people might listen once and be like, well, there's no... We're just not. cocking around, aren't they? Yeah, and then it would end up being longer than it already is. And, uh, yeah. I'll tell you a new bit of preparation that I've done for 2023, which some people call a little bit geeky, but I don't care. I got a gym workout diary. Okay. Where uh, it's quite self explanatory, isn't it? I don't have to. It's like my fitness pal, but for workouts, would you say? Yeah, but it's a pen and a piece it's a pen and a piece of paper. It's a book. It's a book. So you're right. So the night before, the reason I'm telling you this oh, is it's an actual like yeah. journal. Oh, okay. the, the night before I prep all my supersets out and the exercises I'm gonna do 
And then in the gym, I write in the reps and the weight. And you would not believe how much better I am at performing in the gym. So relate that back to me. Yeah, I check it in my notes on my phone. Do you? I just don't like using my phone in the gym. But yeah, a lot of people go, oh, what have you got an app? Because I don't bring one of them. Pete writes it down. He has a book. Mm. I just don't want to be on my phone in the gym because I don't want to get distracted. But my point is, (coughs) in 2022, I would get into the gym and I'd get on the cross trainer and I'd go... I'd, I'd give some thought for that 10, 15 minutes. What am I going to do today? And it would be shit. Like, so again, back to sa- but your sales preparation or your interviews or your, your, your you know. Public speaking. Or, or your, your public speaking. Exactly the, exactly the same thing. If you prepare and you write all the stuff down you, that you want to say or you want to include or the questions you want to ask, you're going to get a better experience and you're going to feel better about it. So every time I leave that, I cannot believe the difference then I leave the gym, I feel accomplished and I feel like ultimately, can I say wholesome, that I've actually done a good piece of work in the gym because yeah. I've, I've, pre- I've prepared and it and I've executed it. time because sometimes I don't want to go to the gym. But if I prepare what I'm going to do before I go and I know as soon as I get that warm up and I get straight into it, there's none of this yeah. fanning around for 10, 15 minutes going, oh, I don't know what to do. Shall I do this? Shall I do that? And it doesn't help the fact that I don't feel motivated. But if I have a plan and I don't feel motivated, I just follow my plan. And at the end of it, I'm like, yes, I maximised my time. I did it. I got a lot out of it. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I came. But if I didn't prepare it, I, I either A, might not even go and I would not get as much out of the session as I would. So I'm totally with you on that. So I, I uh, and the reason I do a lot of prep for um, sales proposals, whether on Zoom or face-to-face, is because it gives me like a springboard of confidence for my Ooh, sales yeah, presentation. yeah, I like that. Thank you. We, c- we can have that. <laughs> yeah. it, but, but it does because although... Certainly in the market that we're moving at the moment, you know, the, and the, the service and the product that we're delivering to these, to the, to these clubs, the, the, the 90% of it is the same, but you've got, I, I, I've got to relate it back. And, yeah. I've, and I've got to, you know, it's a bit like, it's a bit like going to see a comedy artist. The, the, the act's going to be the same, but every time that you see that, you want to be wowed, don't you? Yeah. And it's the same. I, I still want those prospects and those those potential clients to be wowed, but not that they probably will be wowed by my presentation, but, but yes, well, maybe, they will. maybe they will. Um, I want them to be wowed and they go, yeah, I want to do business with this guy because I'm so brilliant. And I want to make myself brilliant by preparing. Yeah, but if you t- showed up, you didn't really know much about him, you're like, wishy-washy, generic. Wishy-washy bollocks. Like, mm. I don't like swearing on Anyway. Yeah, it would. It, but if it's just a couple of things that make it known that you've uh, researched them, and and they, and they will care. notice those. Like Tom, who works for us, he's he's the youngest, I think. Actually, mm. he's got the least work experience. Mm-hmm. But his interviews was one of my favourite because he clearly researched fresh perspective to death. Good lad. But he didn't just come out of it in a spiel when I said, "Why do you want to? What you know? Why are you interested in, in potentially working here? What is it that's attracted you?" He didn't just launch into this, you know, pitch Monitor. about how amazing Fresh is, but he, w- he he weaved in little 
tidbits of information about what we've been what we've been doing where we where we've been what we've been up to successes achievements awards into all of his answers so every turn i knew that he'd researched because he kept dropping little things in and i thought at 21 years old that was he 21 22 uh, that was impressive he'd obviously prepared and and it was a really good interview. I was so impressed by him. And what a difference from someone who has prepared yeah. to someone who is winging it. Winging it. And you it. can tell. Even preparing your questions at the end. Correct. There's nothing you more disappointing as an interviewer than when you get to the end, you're like, right, over to you. What do you need to know? What questions have you got? Oh, I've not got any. Like, are you joking me? How do you How know? How can we go on another date if you don't know anything about me, pop it? Exactly. Sometimes they go, well, you've answered everything in what you said, which may be true, but you still think of at least one question yeah, to ask. Yeah, what do you have for your breakfast? Or just ask questions of me and or Vicky. Like, why do you, why do you, why why do you, you like settle working? fresh? Why, why do you like working here? Why do you like working here? Yeah. What's the best thing about working so here? prepare some questions. Vicky came and she had, she got a pad out. I was like, have you got any questions? She's like, yeah, hang on. Got, went in her bag, pulled this pad out, pages of questions. She's like, you've answered quite a few of them, but just give me a sec, let me find the well ones. Well done, that. Vicky. And that is impressive. Yeah, it Because is she's impressive. not only prepared for the interview, what she's going to say to things, how she's going to come across. She's actually prepared what she needs to know. I and think it's just... It demonstrates a, a level of care. Care, yeah, interest. And interest. Yeah, definitely. So well and done. So, and it's... On the flip side, obviously, this is about job hunting, the interviews um, mm. preparation. Obviously, as an interviewer, we prepare, like I mentioned before. But, like, preparing for your new starters is key. Don't just they show up on day one, you're like, oh, you're here. Right, make okay, it, let, let's find you somewhere to sit. I'm sure there's a laptop here somewhere. Um, it's You need to prepare, have a desk, have a equipment, have an induction ready, people to greet them. First impressions count for a lot. Yeah. And then in recruitment, don't just be like, right, today we're going to start recruiting for a salesperson. Um, right, okay. You need to be like, right, when are we going to start recruiting for a salesperson? What do we want them to do? What do we want them to achieve? Who does this person need to be to fit in? How are we going to do the recruitment? Are we going to do it ourselves? Are we going to use Fresh Perspective? Because they're the only real partner of choice yeah, out there. Don't, nah, I don't want to use anyone <laughs> else. But it's preparing for anything in yeah. Even like when you're setting up a business, you prepare for that. You don't just do it and hope for the best. I mean, some people some might. People but well, you need things ready to be able to do it. You certainly need to buy a laptop and you need to get internet and a phone. I think getting the internet is just a thing that you should do in life, regardless <laughs> of if you're setting up a Like you business. prepare for your day, don't you? You get up, you yeah. have a shower, you brush your teeth, have your breakfast. You put know on, how your, long put on your brute. Yeah. <laughs> You know how long it might take you to get to it. You know how you're going to get there. Without realising it, you are preparing for your work day. Mm, don't wing it, folks. What's no. the... Um, I've got some top tips that you have as well. Oh, And I'm sometimes a little bit guilty of not doing this. Set aside... The blay. Set aside time blah in your week blah, 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 to blah. prepare. Yes. Allocate it in your calendar. And sometimes I know I've got to prepare for stuff, Right? But I don't put it in my calendar, so I can't see it. So I need to see oh, stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so I need to be proactive in putting it in the calendar. Yeah, me and Vicky do that. When it's time for the appraisals for the team, we put in separate b and quite a way before the actual appraisal yeah. itself, time to prepare it to go I through what, the what they've achieved uh, and what the goals should be. And, and, and they should do the same as well. So it should be. So we do put it in our calendar. 
They should make a list. I know people don't like lists, do they? Why? I love a list. I love a list. Look at my notepad. I'm going to show you. I know this is um, audio. I feel like people that don't like lists are probably the more disorganised people of the of the land. Lists and lists. Look at my notepad and all yeah, my lists. Yeah, very and my good. Excellent. Good. Or however you like to do it, write it down, use post-it notes, use an app, use your calendar. They're all versions of a list, Because I they? forget stuff. Your calendar is just basically a list of your appointments that covered up that day. Because so I, I am forget... I don't forget... I just forget stuff. As humans, we do forget stuff. I can imagine. And I like lists. Yeah. Oh, I would forget <laughs> so much if I didn't write it down. My sister, I said, and I think Rich, her husband... Oh, Philip and Matt, listen to me. I love Philip and Rich. That's my Hello. sister. My sister has lists about lists. So does Emily. <laughs> oh well, she no. used to before she was more. She's a bit more disorganised these days. Is she? For her own stuff, not Billy's stuff. All oh, right. My sister but I mean, she does have an extra person to organise. So. And when I was with her, I'd take the piss about her list a little bit. And only only in a joking, brotherly, lovely way. You of know. course. And I'm like, when I found out, I'm like, you've got lists about lists. You've got too much time on your hands, you think. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> Lists about lists. She didn't have a clue. Anyway, so don't make lists about lists is a good piece don't of advice. Don't make lists for lists' sake. No. But <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, also, another thing I'm not mentioned, which Please. is good to prepare for, your social media posts, especially oh, not necessarily I'm personal, uh, but if you're doing them on LinkedIn and, and you want to progress your business and stuff like that. I'm bad at that. Prepare. Do you Think prepare? about what to say. Yeah, I do. When do you prepare? Can you give me some advice? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to my so note. At the moment, because I'm trying to post earlier in the morning, I, I write my post the night before. And where because do you put it? On your phone or on yeah, your laptop? Right. I either email it to myself or I just write it in the notes on my phone. And the reason for that is because sometimes in the morning, if I've got meetings, like today we've had the podcast from half nine, I'll go into that, and then I'll go back and then get talked to the team, and then and then I don't end up posting till later on in the day, which is not good for the algorithm. What ta- you need to post between like half eight and ten? Seven up. and nine, or seven and ten, I think, in the morning is the optimum time. But but Vicky told me, I mean, this is uh, this is real uh, fresh insight for for uh, for everyone here. F- you, you need to warm up LinkedIn before you post, don't you? Yeah. So again, prepare. You've got to ten minutes, five or ten minutes in your calendar first. So write your post the night before. Five minutes of engagement. No way. No way is it five mi- uh, Let me tell you. And we are diverting away here, but I must share this with you. I know you're laughing, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm carrying on. I did about 30 minutes of engagement last week at some stage. Then I posted. That was Friday morning. Then I posted about the podcast, and the engagement was poor. When did you post? What time of day? I will have to. Check. So it is. It's the time of day that you post. Is how much you engage before and after you post. It's how well structured your post is and how eye catching it is. Oh, I'm gonna. Sk- can you just start doing my stuff then? I think that's. Oh, you need to learn. Like who can I learn off? Me. Right, well, I'll we'll help we'll you. I will we'll te- teach you. We'll have some time. But later. yeah, you need to plan it in. But you must prep. Yeah, that, that, and that, absolutely for have the social a, media posts. Have a brainstorming session every now and again, and just and just put to one side some potential topics. That uh, it doesn't have to be anything more than that. But sometimes in the morning, you're like shit, I need to post. And like I don't know what to post about. God, I've got. You might have writer's block. You're thinking, oh, I can't think of anything. But if you've prepared a few things, like oh, I'll just take one of them and write about that. 
So, and I have a I have a phrase that I use in life, but it it really does apply to social media. And some people who know me will who listen to this will know what's coming. Be consistently good rather than occasionally there you great. Go. There and preparation is the key. That here. is the key to consistency. What are our other tips? So, uh, did you say uh, set aside time? Set aside time. Be proactive. And um, reminders, oh, lists. lists, and don't forget, guys. Practice makes progress. Oh, does it make perfect? Especially if it's um, exercise based, or, or even, or even you know, if, if you do if you're doing a, a, a sales presentation or, a or public or speaking engagement or interviewing or whatever it might be, practice makes progress. The more you do it, the better you get at it. There you go. Or your batch cooking, get batch. Hey, listen, if you want to watch batch cooking at the moment, <laughs> and if you if you want to come, now, we need to wrap up. If you want to come to Tony's <laughs> and. Uh, I'll teach you all the tips and tricks about how to be a... Oh, my God, you could have, like, a YouTube channel, Batch Cooking with Tony. Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to... We do need to go, though. We've been nearly talking 40 minutes. I know, but people love it. If you've got to the end of the podcast, right? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, send Vicky Taylor a message on LinkedIn, please. She doesn't get enough. And so, yeah, definitely prepare in business, in life. In exercise, in food, in recruitment, in interviews and job hunting, preparation is key. And even if you do a tiny, tiny little bit, it will make you stand out from the crowd. Thank you so much for listening to episode 130 of a Fresh Perspective on Business podcast. Please tell one person about this podcast today. Please do that and show them how they can subscribe and like so that we cruise seamlessly into Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud every single week. That would be so nice for them and so nice for us too. If you'd like to leave a review, and why would you not? Please make it five stars and please post it with some very nice, happy commentary. Yes, please. If you don't think it's five stars, then... Um, we don't want to know. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> please seek us out on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, with TikTok, on TikTok Tam, uh, with TikTok... Oh, with TikTok time. Um, new stuff going on on YouTube every day. Tips and tricks for resourcing and recruitment. Oosh. And, of course, uh, 13% of all content on LinkedIn worldwide is posted by Fresh Perspective. True uh, story. True story. Uh, there's nothing else to say apart from head to the website, fb-resourcing.co.uk, where you can find out all the fantastic stuff that we do. And if you are potentially looking to fill a vacancy... Definitely help. Definitely. Thank you so much for listening. I have nothing else to say. Hasta luego. Bye bye.